Hello, Tim. How are you? Hey, what's going on, Mike? Nothing. Just holding on to a Ortho Tricycling branded USB hub. <laughs> Pretty cool, I think. You Probably could, better than yeah, my you, piece of junk. You might need this. I might <laughs> fucking help you out. Yeah. Ortho Tricycling uh, for PC, Mac, and notebook use. Oh, wait. Sorry, Tim. For Mac and Windows 98 slash ME slash 2000 slash XP. So mm. might be a little out of date, but a little beyond that. What can you do? What's Windows up to these days? I'm a Mac guy, so I wouldn't know. Windows 11. No. I mean, 10 still very much relevant, yeah. Um, but yeah, 11's the latest. Are people like, this sucks? Not yet, or at least I, I don't really see that c- complaining from, I don't know, social media I look at and stuff, and even just at the workplace, like, I don't really, it, it really isn't that different from 10. Right. It just looks prettier. Um, that's That's really it. Nobody's like, it's not a Windows ME situation where people are in the streets revolting, trying to get to Bill Gates inside of his personal home. Totally. I had ME. That was a piece of shit. I had ME too, but I used the computer for such low-level things, I don't think I would notice. You know what I mean? I just used the home PC to jump on AIM and uh, check out some sites like Ebom's World. So I wasn't really, you know... The the uh, didn't affect me much as long as I could get online with our dial up internet. Uh, that's all I cared about. Until I finally convinced my parents to get cable internet, so I stopped feeling a damn fool. Yeah, I think ME is what came on the computer I took to college. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely like came this... on our Sony VAIO for sure. <laughs> yeah, mine was like an HP Pavilion. Beautiful with like you know a big tube monitor. Oh uh, um, yeah. But it was it was like decent for what I was using it for at college, and I like it played all the video games I was playing. Uh, initially, I was tripled in a double room, and eventually, I had like this big blowout with one of the Wait, guys. There was three of you in a room made for two. Yes. The fuck was that like? You got a bunk bed up in that bitch? Literally a bunk bed. I I had I had two drawers worth of clothes. That was it. Ugh. I I don't I honestly like. They also said, like, you're going to be tripled initially, but then as, like, just the semester plays out, like, we'll find room for everybody, and you will be de-tripled, as they called it. And I kind of got put to the front of the list because there was just, like, this big blowout. Tell me about this. I got to hear about this story, a story about Tim I don't know. Very exciting. (laughs) Right off the bat, I always feel like I take over this podcast with some random ass story. I love um, learning about you, Tim. You're full <laughs> of surprises. <laughs> so I did go to college right out of high school. Um, went to Bloomsburg. Bloom was one of the only schools that accepted me. Mm-hmm. I got rejected pretty much everywhere. Ouch. Um, but yeah, so it, it was known that Bloomsburg was like overpopulated. Um so like most they were just taking were, anybody just come on in well i think it was probably like so this is 2001 yeah and this is probably the beginning of just all universities being overrun because like it, it's when we're in the heart of like if you don't go to college you're fucked yeah. you know yeah. and it's still at the point where it's like expensive but not what it is today mm-hmm. which is absurd yeah. um 
anyway, and, and the state school system in particular, like it was still very, very affordable. So I think there was a lot of people like me who were like decent students getting rejected at these like 40 K a year schools. Yeah. And they're like, all right, I guess I go to, got to go to my backup. Yeah. Anyway, we, that, talking about college is like a whole discussion I guess we could have. But so anyway, it's my freshman year. Um, I get like a notification in the mail of like my roommates and it's this dude, uh, fuck, Kevin Maloney and uh, Rick DeJesus. And they, they both. He pronounced went, it DeJesus, not De Jesus. It might have been De Jesus. <laughs> I looked at it though. I wasn't very yeah. Spanish savvy yeah. at that point in my life. So I'm like, Rick DeJesus, cool name. <laughs> um, but they both went to Neshaminy High School and were like tight. Oh, fuck that. I, I didn't mind it initially. So anyway, we go in. To this dorm, it's a double, but there's three of us. Um, yeah, and and the one guy, Kevin, he was a douche. Like he just <laughs> he he like kind of took over the closet. <laughs> like it, he he just kind of he took over most of the room, and it was very not uh like forthcoming yeah. and 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 just trying to like make things work in a bad situation, you know. Um, yeah. because I mean, a dorm room's already tiny to begin with, even for two people, let alone three, right? Um, three stinky boys. Yuck. Yeah. Rick was cool as hell. Like he was like, a, he was a, he was a very boisterous, but not in a cocky way. He yeah. just like, he was a cool dude. I really liked Rick. Um, but Kevin was a piece of shit. Um, there was just one night, like, he was, like, a big partier right off the bat, which this is what I appreciated about them being my roommates is that they knew a lot of people at Bloomsburg. I don't oh, know how. Yeah. Yeah. They just did. Mm -hmm. So, like, I would kind of tag along with them and go to these parties and stuff, and I met a shitload of people through them. Right. Cool. Awesome. You know? Um, but Kevin was a piece of shit. Like, he, he was just, like, partying way too much. He he was, like, coming home fucked up a lot. Yeah. Um, and... He just like he would habitually never bring his keys with him for some reason. And I'd be like, "Can you bring your keys? Because I kind of want to lock the door when none of us are here." <laughs> yeah, and and he just like refused to do it. So one night, <laughs> it was it wasn't even me. Like the rest of so in in the dorm I was at at Bloomsburg, it was Northumberland Hall. Um, that all the dorms were named after counties that were in the surrounding area and Northumberland was like the smallest. So it was not to brag. I thought it was the coolest dorm because like everybody knew everybody. And, uh, the, the first week of the semester, it was like an open door policy where at all times, if you're in your room, like have your door open so people can be social. We, we extended that. That was just a thing. Like that mm. wasn't just the first week of school. We had our doors open all the time. Yeah. And and I I love that about that. And people would walk in and out of each other's rooms all the time, just like, "Hey, what's going on in here? Oh, you're playing SSX Tricky. Can I like, watch?" <laughs> you know? And and, and yes. you made friends that way. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. So so the, this one night that like Kevin's out getting fucked up. Rick is he's not with him. He's but he's also out. Um. So I like went next door to like you know another dorm room just to hang out, and I think we were watching a movie like a bunch of us. And th they all knew Kevin was a piece of shit. Nobody liked Kevin. It was no widely known that Kevin sucks. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and they knew that this thing with his keys. So they're like, dude, let's go lock your door. <laughs> <laughs> and I think one of my friends... So 
we locked my door, but I think one of my friends also performed a leaner where like they lent <laughs> or leaned a like glass of water against the door. So when he finally opened it, it would just like dump water. <laughs> over it. And this is my own dorm room. And right. that's how much I didn't give a shit. Cause right. I like, I didn't have space in there. Uh, anyway. So he comes home like annihilated, um, doesn't have his keys. You can hear him in the hallway, like bitching about it. I think he had to go get the, uh, What's like the the hall like, RA resident advisor? Yep, mm-hmm. had to grab her to like open the door. He gets in the, the leaner falls. <laughs> so now he's now he's drunk. You know, he was already pissed. Now the leaner happens, and now he just like loses his shit, and he's just screaming and yelling in our room. The lights aren't even on, and he's like. You know, and he's just bitching. Like, I, I can't even remember exactly what he's saying, but it's just like this crazy rant. And he's so loud that the entire wing is now out of their doors, just like looking down at our room, like, what the fuck is happening down there? And then he kind of ends this rant with like, and you, how many fucking times do I got to tell you to not lock this fucking door? And the door was fucking locked. And he's just like going off. And I, I'm like, by the time, once he, the, like the second he was done his rant, and I was just like, well, why don't you just remember your keys? Yeah. And then that set him off even more. <laughs> and people like had to get in between him and me because like, not like I was trying to fight him or anything, but right. then he was kind of out of to control. Like, yeah. Yes. And it was like the next day or two when I got pulled into some faculty office to be like, okay, you're uh, being de-tripled. Thanks. I was like, thank you. Um, And that's when I moved. um, uh, Like I stayed within Northumberland, which was great. Mm. I just went like to the second floor as opposed to the first or something like that. And like down the hall. And that's when I moved in with Andrew Lopez, which I wish I could reconnect with him because I love that guy. Um, No connection. Oh, you're not on Facebook. Yeah, I could probably connect with him there. That'd be Andrew the Lopez, place. if you're watching this or listening, hit him up. He misses you. Good dude. Like, I think only person in his family that went to college kind of guy. Mm. Um, he was super into techno. And Hell that's yeah. like what. And initially, I, I he would like play it really loud while he was studying. And I, I was a little off put by it. But then I was like, okay. This is my this is this is gonna happen. I need to like accept this. And then I actually got into techno music with him. Nice. Um, and he 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 only had a TV in his room. That was it as far as technology. And then I came in with my computer, and he kind of like took over my computer and was like playing <laughs> video games all the time. And and I was a little resentful at first because mm. I was like, well, I want to play video games. Yeah. But then I would just watch him play, and he he was pretty good at them. It, it was like it, it was it was. I do cherish like those little moments in college and I can even go back to them now and be like, those are the first signs of me realizing that being outside of your comfort zone is a fucking good thing. Yes. You know, and, and that, and Andrew Lopez taught me a lot about that. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I wish I would have done that more. I was such a coward. I commuted to school. I was basically 13th grade when I went to Newman, but, and I was only there for a semester, but just last week I went over my friend Jim's house and hung out with my friend Jim and Kevin and Justin. And these are all three, the three friends I have from that one semester. And it's what fucking that was 2005. 
Mm-hmm. So that's almost 20 years later, you know what I mean? And we're still friends. So I did, uh, I didn't get much out of college besides a lot of anxiety and stress and, and a lot of lying to my parents and, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like this. But I did uh, get some very good friends that I'm still friends with to this day. So that's always a positive when I'm being hard on myself for how bad I fucked up and uh how how much i failed i was like you know what there was some good to come out of it it's funny that 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 whole drama that was going on in my dorm room that first semester i mean that was my best semester at school so (laughs) maybe i didn't even realize that it was keeping me out of my room and just like in common areas or at the library to just study yeah yeah. (laughs) and do what i was supposed to do while college yeah yeah but um yeah. How many, how long did you stay there? And let me ask you this: after the that incident, did you run into them? Run into either of your old roommates anymore? Was there enough people there that you kind of just lost touch completely? We we would. I mean, like I said, it was a t- small dorm, so yeah. yeah, we would still see each other, and we would just be cordial, yeah. you know. Um, n- no, like reconciliation ever happened. Like no, no real apology or anything. No. Um, but we were both smokers. So like that was a whole social thing out in the smokers pit uh, out front of the dorm. So like, you know, I'd see Kevin out there, you know, bullshit. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we don't go to like parties anymore. Uh, it's good that everyone else hated him too. Cause have you ever been in the situation like at a job or school or something where it's like, this dude sucks. I hate him, but everyone seems to like, he's got everyone fucking fooled. I know he sucks. He's a piece of shit, but everyone's like, "Oh, he's so cool," and that is the that's the fucking worst. You know what I mean? It's like then I you're alone. The, yeah, the only I can't even think of one in particular, but that would happen with bar regulars every once in a while. There'd be one that yeah. was worshipped, and I'd be like, "This, this guy fucking this sucks. Why do you sucks. like this guy?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, no, but, but how yeah. long did you stay at school? Three semesters. Damn. Um, so yeah, that first semester, and then the second semester, I was still in that dorm room with Andrew Lopez. Then the second, the third semester, we moved up to, it was like called Upper Campus, and they had like college owned, but they were apartments. Yeah. And we moved in with two other dudes, so it was four of us. St- still, one of them was Andrew Lopez. Um, and that, and that, that was the first time I had witnessed, like I'd always heard about kids that like didn't know how to study for a test or like, or I'm maybe both. Like they didn't know how to study for a test, but also in particular, they were bad at taking tests, bad test takers. Right. Cause I remember watching he and this girl that were in the same class mm-hmm. study together for like a week straight for an upcoming test. She got an A and he got a D. Yeah. So like they studied all the same material together and he completely shit the bed when it came to the test. So I was like, oh, so this is a thing. <laughs> I don't know how to study. Uh, I don't think I was taught how to study. Uh, like studying to me is like, it, what do I, I sit with a textbook in front of me like I'm in a cartoon and just read the whole text. Like I don't <laughs> understand how to study. You know what I mean? Um, now I think I would just do flashcards or something if I had to study something. But but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what high school's supposed to do, you know? Yeah. Like, 
and and you know our education system sucks but it's all now all it is is teaching like just preparing you for a standardized test yeah i mean and that was part that was even a part of it when we were there like yeah preparing dude. you for the sats the um, pssas the cat i remember yep. all that shit but just like you're saying, like flashcards have never been a thing for me, but I know they work for other people. So I feel like that was something that was supposed to be part of high school where it's like, here's a smattering of study uh, strategies. I th- yeah. yeah, I think if I would have in third grade or whatever, when we started times tables or fourth, mm-hmm. if I would have not been lazy and made flashcards of my times tables, I would have them memorized now. And I would be much smarter, but I still do multiplication like I did it back then, which is like fucking adding. Sh- like it's wait, it takes me way too long. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I'm not like if I just had times tables memorized, I'd be a genius. But I'm just a lowly moron that doesn't know. Uh, eight times three. Eight times three. I, this is how I'll do it. Eight plus 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20. 24 you know what i mean it's got like it. it sucks you got there just yeah. a little later than most just people. takes me a while but i'll get there you know maybe i should just start doing flashcards now why why did i give up on myself i could become a genius still i still have time i still have elasticity in my brain or start making them for your son for you know ABCs ah, or something i don't uh, know yeah no he's too young yeah be a waste of time <laughs> Um, but anyway, how are you, Tim? I haven't talked to you in a while. How was your Thanksgiving? Good. Um, so Kat's sister, the one that lives only like two or three blocks away, Mm -hmm. she's been hosting for the past almost decade now. Shit. Um, so now like this year was the first time we were able to just like walk on over there. Well, actually my parents came over first. So my parents are invited too, and they've been coming for the past however long as well. Um, so they came to my place first and we had a bunch of shit to like bring over. Mm-hmm. So we literally did drive over, but it was only a couple blocks. So my parents and I all went over together. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Hung out, ate some food, bullshit. Um, my dad, you know, my dad's such a storyteller. Maybe that's why I go off on these riffs, mm-hmm. but somehow I don't think so. Cat's sister's husband, so my, my brother-in-law, Ray, <clears throat> he somehow didn't know my dad was in Vietnam. So, like, the second he le- learned that information, the floodgates opened. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and, and then it was, like, Tom Parker story time. Yes. <laughs> and I was, like, in the other room just watching football, mm-hmm. uh, just minding my own business. But then, like, after about 20 minutes, I was like, There's still is, are they still listening to him? <laughs> intervene? <laughs> Everyone wants to hear about Nam. Yeah. Other than that, pretty low key. Yeah. Um, we went to this big uh, nerd convention on Saturday for tabletop RPGs. Ah, uh, yes. What was it called? That, PAX or something? Yep. It was at the uh, Philly Convention Center. And I'm almost positive I got a sickness there because from <laughs> Sunday until yesterday, I was like, not great. Yeah. So, like, these are, th- this beer tastes great because I haven't had a beer in like, that amount of time i was like i don't want to risk it i feel awful <laughs> i'm certain you got sick there there's probably yeah. a lot of bodies in there huh it was the first time i'd ever been and that that's one of the uh 
learning notes is I, I now know like kind of where to go and navigate and kind of what um, events that are happening that I want to hit. And furthermore, I'm going to wear a fucking max mask next, next year. Yeah. And you know, maybe bring some hand sannies, you know that, what I mean? Yep. For sure. But, uh, no, that's fun. I saw you went there. Was PAX, was that a TV channel? Do you remember? I don't remember that, no. Mm. I'm going to look it up because I need to know. I'm sorry. I honestly, I honestly don't even know what PAX stands for for the tabletop RPG event. Yeah, who the fuck knows? <laughs> but, uh,. It used to be, yeah, it's now Ion Television. It used to be PAX TV. And I feel like Jag was on there all the time. <laughs> if you remember the show Jag. Jag. <laughs> <laughs> I never really watched Jag. I was never interested, but it was definitely on PAX often. Yeah, that was like the the Air Force show, right? Something or like Navy Court or something. Oh, right. Know. That's what it stands for. It's like justice. What does JAG stand for? <laughs> uh, uh, the Army Judge Advocate General Corps. Whatever mm. the fuck that means. Who gives a fuck about JAG? I never watched that shit. Uh, once when I was young and I decided that i was going to be mature now you know when you do that when you're young you're like now i'm into some adult things i was like you know what i like announced it to my parents and friends like guys my favorite show now is nash bridges so if anyone wants to watch <laughs> nash bridges with me please parents tell me when it's on i'm still too young to understand how to you know figure out a schedule that's not eight o'clock on Mondays for wrestling, anything else, no idea what it's on. But, uh, if you could just remind me when Nash bridges is on, because that's the show I'm into. I'm an adult. I understand <laughs> everything going on in the show and I actually like it a lot. <laughs> I think that show for me that I didn't watch, but I watched my parents watch and thought it was like too adult for, or just mature and yeah. beyond be, over my head was Dallas. Dallas, yeah. <laughs> My parents and their friends used to talk about Dallas all the fucking time. I never <laughs> saw a second of it. <laughs> Same. I remember the intro. That's about it. Fucking, um, there was a channel on that's been on it in the work break room. And it plays, the uh, like the Brady Bunch comes on. And that show is fucking odd very <laughs> strange and uncomfortable i don't like those boys i don't like looking at their faces <laughs> they make me uncomfortable and knowing that they were all probably fucking and sucking off off uh camera very uncomfortable i don't like it that that i think was part of a block of shows that would come on like nick at night or oh babe i used to watch the shit out of it yeah and, uh, or like I Dream of Genie or yep. Bewitched, I think yep. was like part of that like block. Of These are all Nick at Night mainstays from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, I I watched the shit out of them all. That's how like the, the early stuff I remember. 
bonding with my father over is is Nick at night. Get smart. Okay. <laughs> uh and then it was like it was a big event when oh, you know, cuz it was like I love Lucy and all that shit. And then it was like, "Oh, coming to Nick at night next month." The Brady Bunch. And I was like, "Oh shit, the Brady Bunch is coming." And then be like, "Monday, it's a Brady Bunch marathon." And I'd watch all this fucking Brady Bunch, and there'd be Brady Bunch commercials and stuff, and it was it was great. Does that even exist anymore? Does because that was like one channel. It was in the morning, Nick Jr. Right. Transitioned into Nickelodeon for teen time, <laughs> and then uh, at night, Nick at night, and it was like great. This is the best channel that ever existed. I'm watching I Love Lucy. I'm watching The Lucy Show, which is Lucy in color. And after she's smoked a lot of cigarettes in her life and her voice sounds very different, but I liked it better because it was in color. But, but yeah, like where do those those old school shows in syndication reside nowadays? Like um, um, MeTV and things like this. Right. Probably Ion, <laughs> the former Hell, PAX. Yeah, even like the Three Stooges, I feel like, would be <laughs> on w- one of the stations I would watch as a kid. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. I remember catching episodes of that, not quite understanding the humor. <laughs> just I love seeing those guys bonking each other on the head. Yeah. <laughs> just making me laugh. <laughs> it's the best. Um, but yeah, what else is new with you, Tim? Anything you into these winter sports yet? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am more on board with watching the Sixers than I am the Flyers, but I am watching, I'm still watching the Flyers, but I'm watching the Sixers more, uh, um, obviously watching the Eagles Oh yeah. and yeah, like I think last we talked, I was talking about how I was becoming a little bit like the toxic fan with the Phillies because it was just you were. <laughs> I was getting was too intense. Yeah, yeah. Um, way too angry. Yeah. With the Eagles, I mean, it helps that <laughs> they've only lost twice, but in their two losses, I, I'm not like losing my mind. I don't know. I, I'm like able to keep it at just enough a distance to not be the toxic guy but i'm still very invested i'm still listening to way too many podcasts about all these sports i love it though but yeah um i just find it interesting and it, it i think even just like how the few people that listen to this podcast they they enjoy just the camaraderie and just the the bullshitting about life like yeah the 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 sports podcasts that i love the most are because of those reasons like for uh zach berman and bo wolf for the eagles they the times that they bullshit about just minutiae is very funny and like very endearing to me (laughs) i feel like even separate that from just sports podcasts to just every podcast i listen to true the ones i like the most and the the parts like very like it's the 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 people and the camaraderie between them is what brings me in and gets me to stay the the hook of the show or whatever i is whatever but i just like hearing people bullshit and laugh and uh makes me laugh and uh makes me feel like i have uh friends um <laughs> but yeah is that the uh cuz you recently said you went and watched a Eagles podcast was that who you're talking oh, about? 
No, that's another one. So that's Jimmy Kemsky and Brandon Lee Gowton. They do a Blue uh, yeah. Nation I, I, I uh, recognize those names from Twitter. Yeah, Jimmy Kemsky's been following the team as a beat writer f- for a long time. Um, but yeah, they were out ro- at Wrong Crowd Brewing in Westchester, which that is same owners as Sidebar, and that like opened up while Cat and I still lived in Westchester. So they they mentioned it on their podcast forever ago, and I was like yeah. Thursday night. I don't do shit on my Thursday nights, so mm-hmm. I will be there. Um, it was cool. Like the bartender that was there, Kelly, she. I know her since I was like 22 years old. She first bartended at uh, Killed Airs uh, with her now. Well, I don't think they're married yet, but her like long-term boyfriend, mm-hmm. Adam, also bartended at Killed Airs, and they like left Killed Airs to go start Sidebar. Oh, um, wow. But anyway, she's like pretty much the owner slash bartender of Wrong Crowd, so it was nice to just have a familiar face, not just to like walk in there completely as a stranger. Um, but yeah, the, you know, Brandon and Jimmy were there and then there, I'd say there was like five ish other people. No, maybe more than that. More, more like 10 were there specifically just to hang out with them and bullshit with them about the Eagles. Were they doing also, a show? No, they didn't record. Oh, they were just hanging out. They're just hanging out. That's um, cool. Cause they, they said they're like, we can't hang out on a Sunday to watch an Eagles game because they're working. Yeah. Like they, they they have all sorts of shit to do. Like Jimmy is at all the games, yeah. whether they're home or away. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, that Thursday night was when the Cowboys were playing the Seahawks on, on <laughs> Thursday night football. So so it was like cool to just like have a heat watch mm-hmm. and, and also just bullshit about football with them. That was a fun game too until the Cowboys won, but. The Seahawks, yeah, see, they put up a shit ton of points, and Seahawks really kind of blew it. <laughs> they probably totally. won that game. Yeah, yeah. They almost, I almost lost fantasy football on that day because the dude I was going against had DK, mm-hmm. who put up like forty fucking points. But I ended up winning and eliminating him from the playoffs. Oh, like. He has no shot for the playoffs because of his record already. Yeah, he's out. Eliminated from playoff contention. And Got if it. I win this, okay, I'm going to very, sorry to all our viewers and listeners. This is the only time I'll ever talk about fantasy sports. But I start, this is my work league. I started the league like 0 and 5 or something in the basement. Oof. Trash. And then I dug myself out and I put it together. A streak that will be written about for the entirety of history if I pull this off. But I'm if I I've crawled back and fought and 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 just dug my heels in and said I'm fucking making the playoffs. And if I win this week, I will have made the playoffs. And at that point, anything can happen. I can win the totally. championship, but I must win this week. Win and I'm in, and I'm on the doorstep of making history. One of the, I was picked to finish dead last after my draft, you know, and I, that's always such bullshit. Totally, totally. And it's I saw a like Toyota I, commercial yeah, or something. Yeah, <laughs> and I started, I started out rough, but I knew I had faith in my team. Made some moves. Some of them worked out. Some of them didn't. But 
here I am. I, the last two weeks, I've eliminated people from playoff contention. Okay, I'm just out here cutting throats. And if I win this week, my opponent is eliminated and I am in. It's very exciting. Very exciting. But nobody gives a fuck about other people's fantasy teams. <laughs> so well, I apologize. Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, have you been going to the movies? Have you been taking advantage of your child-free life? <laughs> yes, but <laughs> not at the movies. I was kind of talking about this with Keenan. Uh, we, we recorded this week as well. Mm -hmm. And hell, we even mentioned it on the most recent uh, Tony Scott movie at the end where yeah. I was saying how, and Harrison agreed with me, that this year just doesn't feel like an amazing year for movies. Like... Barbie Oppenheimer happened in the summer, uh -huh. and those were both great. But other than that, like there hasn't been much this year that's really standing out for me. And I'm still checking my app to like see what's in theater. Maybe I'll go burn this Tuesday night on you know seeing whatever. And like there's just not much that's been catching my eye. Well, we had a and double strike, so totally. they were so you know they were reluctant to put things out because they they weren't going to be. I mean, you're not going. They're, you know, the the actors aren't going to um, promote uh, it. Promote it, but that's over. I guess they're now. not allowed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, now they are. But they are yeah. now. And but I mean, uh, that Godzilla movie is getting rave reviews, and it looks fucking good. Are you going to go see Godzilla minus zero or whatever it's called? Is that out right now? It's in theaters, dude. <laughs> See, this This is, I don't know, I, I think this year I was just, like, not wowed by a lot of stuff coming out, or at least I was just paying attention to other things, and I feel like that all got pushed back, and that's going to get dumped on us here in, like, the spring, whether it's Dune. Dune 2. That was a big one I was excited for. We're getting a shitter for that shit. We're going to IMAX. Fuck yes, as you should. But yeah, I mean, I'm still making it out. Like, I, I did see the Marvels, and I was pleasantly surprised as there was just a lot of hubbub about it gonna suck or whatever. And, yeah. and the Marvel Universe has been kind of sucking. Shit. So yeah. I get it, but I, w I, was, I had a fun time. Like, it, <laughs> if you want to, like, really pick it apart, you definitely can. It has flaws, but <laughs> it was overall light and fun and worth my time. And it wasn't long. Um, yeah. And other than that, like I, I did see that flower moon movie. I, I, I know, you know, I, I bitched about the length of that movie, but overall, like I don't want that to overshadow the fact that I thought it was really freaking good. I cannot wait till that fucker drops on Apple TV. I'm checking every day. <laughs> yeah. I wish yeah, I could that. make it out to the theaters, but it's just like, Oh shit. You know what? I might go tomorrow. I've got some free time. Anyway, um, did you shit? What was I going to say about Flower Moon movie? Or because the the only thing I wanted to say further about that was like I did share a podcast. It was like a quick twenty minute podcast. Um, NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour, I think they call it, mm -hmm. and they they had like three Native American people on, and they kind of tore it to shreds as to how 
factually incorrect it is. Mm. And I think it was more coming from the standpoint of not only like them being Native American, but I think they were just disappointed in Scorsese because that's so unlike him um, mm. to do that. So I don't know. I, I also didn't read the book. So like to me, like I can't really hold that against the movie. I still think it was it was really really interesting and good, um, but it, you know there there are those opinions out there. Absolutely, it's very tough to do. It's a tough thing to you know. The argument will always be made. Like I mean, this is a native story told by an eighty year old white man, yeah. so it's like. That in itself, it's it's very tough. You know what I mean? Um, did you see Silence, the Scorsese movie with uh, Andrew Garfield? I think no. Me neither. I tried watching it, but I just hate Christianity, <laughs> so it's hard for me to watch anything about it. Oh, this was 2016? And it's one of these things where it didn't, like, go huge in theaters, but it's one of these Twitter movies where, like, actually, silence fucking rips. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I Adam Driver, this I yeah. didn't know existed. Watch <laughs> it, dude. Watch it. Okay. Uh, Ferrari, speaking of Adam Driver, driving, cars, Ferrari, Michael Mann, Heat. You know, that's fucking exciting. When does that come yeah. out? <clears throat> I I don't know. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that's so I like I had up Napoleon? You didn't see Napoleon? Isn't that still in theater? That yeah. I do want to see. That's in theaters. Get okay. your ass out there. I mean Ridley Scott, Joaquin Phoenix. Right. You know, Napoleonic complex. Obviously I wanna see that. <laughs> There's rumors that he... I'm hearing chatter that he shoots the pyramids with cannons or something insane. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if that was real. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that he actually did that in history. I would do it. You know what I mean? Fuck you, Egypt. I'm French. (laughs) Nah, fuck him. Oh, and the other movie I actually... (laughs) I very look very much looked into going to was the Taylor Swift concert. Oh yeah, but, but uh, that must have not been part of my like movie pass because it would have cost twenty one dollars to go see that like midday. I've never seen a concert film in theaters, but it seems like it would be awesome. You oh, know what I mean, with the fucking... I'm going this Sunday to see the uh, Beyonce Beyonce film. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> my uh, my gang of girlfriends. That, that I am still friends with it. We've been talking about it for a while because they're huge Beyonce fans. Yeah. Um, and they, I was like, I'll definitely go if you guys do this. Um, so yeah, the, the one girl, Mia, she bought the tickets. And then after the, the second she bought the tickets, this was just actually yesterday. She was like, Oh, and by the way, this is my Christmas treat to you. No Venmo needed or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Shit. Come on. Shit. That, that was not part of the deal. She's like, no, this is, this is my treat. And we're like, all right. <laughs> so is that for everyone? God damn. So it's, yeah, four girls, myself. She bought one for Kat because she's off. It's this Sunday. 
That's like $120. I know. I was like, no, this is too much. Come on. Man. And like, I don't think we really buy each other gifts anyway. They might, the four of them, exchange gifts. I'm not mm. sure, but I'm not part of that. Like, I don't know. Now, now I feel awkward. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's super nice though, and I and I love that she did that, and we wish her the best. But there is a ton of shit coming out that I'm excited about. Maybe it's just because I know that I can't see it, <laughs> so I'm excited about it. But uh, a twenty four, the Iron Claw movie about the Von oh, Erichs, yeah. cannot yep. wait to see that. Um, Ferrari, like I said, dude, that hold on, let me get the name of it. Because I know very little about it, except that I may have never been more excited for a movie in my life. While you grab it, like just that that Von Erichs movie or whatever, Iron Claw, like mm-hmm. that's uh, Zach Braff, right? Um, no, not Zach Braff. Zach, Zach Efron. Efron. <laughs> I would not <laughs> and, be excited uh, if it was Braff. <laughs> right, that wouldn't make sense. Uh, and and the dude Carmi from The Bear. Yeah, uh, and I forget the other brother, but still wrestling story i had no idea what it was about but it looks freaking cool as hell i'm very excited for a new audience to learn this story about the von erics because Mm -hmm. it is truly because it's it's such a it's so deep in wrestling that like wrestling is such a closed niche that the stories inside wrestling that if you're in the wrestling bubble you know so well they don't escape that bubble. They are in there tight. So this Von Erich story, to those that know, are know that it's like one of the most fucked up stories you'll ever hear in your entire life. So it's 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 uh I'm interested to see when it escapes. But um the movie I was talking about, I tweeted about it today. It's called Love Lies Bleeding. Kirst Kristen Stewart and Katie O'Brien, the new A24 movie from Rose Glass. Reclusive gym manager Lou falls hard for Jackie, an ambitious bodybuilder. Their loving night's violence pulling them deep into the web of Lou's criminal family. I'm 100% all in on this shit, and that's all I've seen of it is one still image. But Kristen Stewart, check. Female bodybuilding, check. A24, you know. Let's fucking go. Come on. Yeah. Chris, Kristen Stewart seems to be having the type of career kind of like uh, Daniel Radcliffe where you make a shitload of money on the like a big old tentpole like franchise. Yes. Whether it's Harry Potter or fucking Twilight for Kristen mm-hmm. Stewart. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you can just pick and choose whatever freaking title script you want to do. Because yes. you don't necessarily need the money. You can truly go after passion projects if you will you know yeah and i think she's great um, she is <laughs> and uh you know and much like danny radcliffe she's you know it's tough for them because some people will always only Digital. see daniel radcliffe and call him harry potter as some yep. people will see her and call her twilight or whatever bella maybe yep but it's like the work they're doing is is great. Dude, did you see the Weird Al movie? Not yet. Oh, my God. Daniel Radcliffe is so great. <laughs> it is so <laughs> fucking funny. But, yeah, yeah, Kristen Stewart, I think she's great. And she's she directs, too. She directed um, the, all the, the initial Boy Genius um, 
music videos, the film that came out. So I'm a huge Kristen Stewart fan. I'm excited for that. That poster for that A24 movie, Civil War. Uh, all I saw was that poster that was shared in our group chat today. I'm excited about that. I forgot she played uh, like Princess Diana. Yeah. Spencer. Yes. Yeah, I watched that because Com Majors covered it. Yeah, like... They're, don't get me wrong. Like she's not great in say the uh, the Huntsman movie or whatever. I don't know what that is. There's plenty of uh, it, it was it was uh, with Thor, uh, Chris Hemsworth. It was like oh. Snow White and the Huntsman. I think is oh, the name of it. Yeah, not interested in that. They're they're not good movies. She's also <laughs> not great in them. But there's plenty of other like just little small movies that you probably never heard of that she's in. And she she's fucking great. So. Yeah, there's a uh, sci-fi movie that she was in with T.J. Miller, who was canceled. So I think it really got swept under the rug. But I never watched it. But the trailer was cool. So yeah. check that out, folks. Kristen Stewart. She's more than just Twilight. I mean, Robert Pattinson too, right? He fucking yeah. does whatever he wants. God bless him, and he's a fucking hunk. He's Batman. He was Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. That's the one that like, really stuck out to me. I was like, well, this is an interesting role. <clears throat> yeah. What did you think about that movie? I know Kat hated it. <laughs> she loathed it. She yeah. really did. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I still can't quite really put a synopsis or like a summation on it. I'm like... It it shot very interestingly. Uh, allegedly, it's based on a true story. What? <laughs> my my buddy uh, Cam, that was a bartender out in Westchester, he he like loves that movie, and he like ha- knows all these like crazy behind the scenes type facts about it. I don't know. It just is. It's never. It's not a movie that I'll ever go back to. Whereas no. like there's other movies by that same director that I will rewatch, like The Witch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or even the Northman, I, I thought was an interesting. I didn't see that one. I saw that in theater. It, it's it's basically a, a long winded revenge story mm-hmm. with a little more um, kind of Norse mythology in there. It was interesting. I, I like that more than Lighthouse. Lighthouse, I just don't think I'll. I yeah. I'll ever return to. Not that I think it's bad. No. It's just so bizarre. Yeah, I was you know. I think Tammy and I wanted it to be something different than it was, which is on us. That's our fault uh, for going in with certain expectations. And it was totally not that. It was <laughs> it very, you know, its own thing, which, you know, God bless. At times it got like the the, the level of grossness and also like out of their mind drunk reminded me of like fear and loathing in las vegas yeah <clears throat> and that's a movie i'm very not into no no oh wow oh yeah you know i've never done drugs in your life <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just like i'm like what, what is this acid trip i'm watching like i don't know <laughs> the bats in the desert it, uh, toby mcguire's there it all makes perfect sense if you ever even smoked weed once which you haven't done <laughs> So you don't get it, and that's fine. To each their own, is what I always say. 
I guess most recently in my sickness, I re- or I finally watched the new Indi- Indiana Jones. That's what I wanted to ask you. Thank God you brought that up because I had a <laughs> fucking question about a movie, and it was just like dancing on the end of my fucking synapses and that was it i wanted to ask you if you fucking saw it and what you thought of it i like the plot the story being told Mm -hmm. it's tough to look past the fact that harrison ford is 80 plus years old in this Mm -hmm. movie doing the shit he's doing like i just i i I really tried hard to just blot that out of my brain Mm. but i couldn't let it happen like my own father is now fucking 80 so i can't i i know what like that body is capable of doing (laughs) right and what harrison ford was doing like he he would have died in the first like 20 minutes like it just and 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 that was my fear even when the trailer dropped i was like that there's a lot of action sequences in this trailer and harrison ford is definitely in them I, I just cannot buy it. Um, I, I was re- like right off the bat in the very beginning. There's it's like back in 1939 and Nazi Germany. And here's Harrison Ford and they de-age his face. Mm. That was actually pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it being very wonky, but I did think of you because I was like, <laughs> I don't know if this will even work for Mike though, because like despite how much I think it's great, mm-hmm. I think you would pick it apart. I don't know. I I if it's good, you know what I mean. I let it all slide off my back for the Irishman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so de aging, the de aging's different than fucking fake cars that don't exist smashing into each other, and it's supposed to be a gigantic set piece where I'm like, whoa! But it's like. There's nothing actually happening on the screen. So you know that, what I mean? That that happened a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Like during some of the action sequences, I could tell, like, all right, this isn't practical. Yeah. And the first three are such just okay. So you did it. You made the three and they were perfect, right? Then you tried to recapture it with the four, but it was like you forgot, like you everything that was magic about the first three was was gone because it was all fucking fake ants like it was the i think it's the second one with the bugs works because you're looking at a fucking lady covered in real fucking bugs and you can tell that it's happening the first one with the snakes it's all there in the screen. When I see a bunch of fucking CGI ants eat somebody, I'm not seeing anything. Like, I'm not affected emotionally in any way. I can't be like, ooh, that's gross. It's like, this is nothing. This sucks shit. That scene in Temple of Doom with the bugs. Oh, God. Like, it still gives me the heebie Like Nasty. Um, But yet, th- there is a scene in the in the newest one where immediately I was reminiscent of uh, towards the end of Last Crusade when Indy's like fighting the Nazis on that tank. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of that, but it was so like much more heavily CGI. Yeah. I was like, eh, this just isn't as good as that. No, the, there's no one on real treads. You know what I mean? It's like right. that tank scene is so good. But like there, like I said, the the the, the story being told and kind of like the what uh, indie 
coming to closure and like what what they're telling with his personal story i think was a good start and finish mm-hmm. um and also just like the 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 fun uh like getting this dial together and like the actual historic yeah. historical like significance of it was 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 cool and fun just yeah. like the other movies have like historical significance um and then also the i didn't realize that the main chick in it is fleabag yeah like yeah. even in the trailers like i saw her plenty of times she just didn't look like fleabag in the trailers to mm-hmm. me and then as like within probably like 10 minutes i was like oh that's how you guys and she's fantastic yeah so yeah i i guess it's like worth your time it's not phoebe waller bridge it's better than crystal skull oh my god yeah yeah crystal skull sucks so much shit here's here's what i was just a thought that just came into my head regarding um harrison ford right because it's like he's 80 you know, he's old, he's right? Old. <laughs> Happy he's still doing stuff. God bless him, do stuff. But it's like, it's kind of a bummer that all he's doing is like Star Wars, mm. Indiana Jones remake. Whereas like Scorsese, 80, doing what he wants. It's like, I wish Harrison Ford was just doing other movies you know what i mean i want him to like fucking okay this you know you could jump on my ass because it is a sequel many years down the road but i mean blade runner fucking rocks you know what i mean the new blade runner is so fucking good so good and it's like he's great in it and the movie's just just great and it's like uh, that's different completely different to me for whatever reason than the star wars sequels or this indiana jones sequel it's like i just want harrison ford to make cool movies you know what i mean do a political thriller as an old guy because he he was in so many political thrillers you know what i mean and all this shit it's like just be a fucking cool old guy in a movie that's not a huge fucking cash grab which i mean come on I guess the only outlier is that show Shrinking, which I I, I Shrinking. hear he's. It's I think. Uh, oh yeah, it's um, that guy, of course. <laughs> Not Jason Sudeikis. No, it's, it's uh, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, yes. Shrinking comedy drama series, Apple TV, one of the services I do have. Twenty twenty three dramas, one season. Cat flew through it and loved it and said he's really great in it but you're right like he he doesn't just or like like a who who's uh tim burton's batman um keaton keaton <clears throat> you know like he shows up in all sorts of different roles you know yes and even as an old guy and like i'm i'm blanking on other like old guy like big name actors that just show up in a lot of shit cuz they're like picking stuff that they're really into yes and it's but, always great to see like it's always great to see Michael Keaton because he's great. Yeah. And he's just in whatever. He's in Birdman, he's in the McDonald's movie, he's in this Batman sequel, right? He still did it. But right. he's also got other stuff, spotlight, you know what I mean, in there. Totally. Where it just seems like we're just getting these and yeah, you brought up Ford shrinking. Only should. only is 
And he's one of the settling. greats. He's one of yeah, the greats. Exactly. That's why. That's exactly. why it's disappointing. It's like I want to see him in just all kinds of shit. I want to see him in Thirty Days and Thirty Nights Part Two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even even like Tom Cruise now, he kind of is just dialed in to just Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. And, and I mean, hey, we got Top Gun as well, which was a, was awesome. True. True, but, true, true. But he's another one who is a really good actor, but I guess like... And it's like, oh my god, I would love... And he won't do it anymore, but I would love to see Tom Cruise be a fucking bad guy in something because he was so good at... Like, he's so good in Collateral. Collateral, and he's yeah. so, Like, he's so good being a dick and an asshole, but he just will not do it anymore. It's disappointing. And I mean, that's maybe a bad example because he's probably so closed off with his insanity yeah. yeah, and his fucking insanity <laughs> that like he doesn't want to let anybody else into his inner circle. So he only trusts the Mission Impossible people. It's shrunk down to him, Macquarie and the Mission Impossible crew that he right. yells at about, you know, <laughs> wearing masks, right. not be not for safety, but because they could get shut down, by the way, his rant about. Uh, if you see it again, you're gone. It's never about like we're protecting people's lives from COVID. It's you're going to get us in trouble with the insurance, so we're going to get a uh, shut down. You know, what yeah. I mean? But whatever. I guess it was refreshing though when we recently watched Spy Game and watching Robert Redford. I yes. was like, this guy's fucking incredible. Yes. Like, he's just so good. Yes. And I feel like Paul Newman as an old guy was better than he was as a young guy and he was just in all kinds of different shit you know what i mean yeah oh but it's exciting we're getting dune 2 we are we're you know florence Pugh is showing up f Pugh, we love to see her um but it's the strikes are over and now you know it's exciting these are good times these are good times um Interesting to see oh, where the, the other movie I watched in in my sickness was uh, Divergent. <laughs> Divergent. I, I've I've always it was a uh, Shailene Woodley, um, Jai Courtney's in it. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. So like. Oh Hunger god, Games, this looks bad. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. So like after Hunger Games, there was like this quick little spurt of those like young adult novels, yes. post apocalyptic that were based on books that got okay, immediately yeah, greenlit yeah, into yeah. movies. This Divergent. this hit so it causes the flood. Exactly, yeah. and like Maze Runner was another one. Yes, and I I've said on Pop Adult plenty of times how. I think Divergent, the first one, is pretty good, yeah. and the rest, and then it goes down from here hill or downhill from there, and and the third one is complete gar- garbage. So I rewatched Divergent because um, it was available all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and also Unspooled recently covered Hunger Games, so they kind of talked about Divergent and Maze Runner. So I wanted to revisit it uh, <laughs> on my Comcast, like the movies when you just hover over them it'll give you the rotten tomatoes and audience score and the rotten tomatoes was like a 44 percent. so that that even like further piqued my interest because i was like oh i remember this movie being good i watched it it is trash no good so bad it's for it doesn't deserve 44 percent. it deserves like 10 it's fucking terrible and that's my quick little rant on uh, diversion. It's so bad. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it didn't work out for you. Eh. I I was just biding time to like sweat out sickness. So <laughs> I understand. You got that. What else am I doing? That Pax flu. Seriously, man. The nerd flu. I did take a COVID test and it was negative, so I just had general fever-like symptoms. Yeah, symptoms. it's the time of year everyone's getting sick. Everyone's got something. Cat did say at her restaurant, like everyone's sick right now. So, yeah, it's fucking uh, flu season. Yeah, which I got to get vaxxed. I, I, I keep forgetting to like schedule it. So, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, anything else that that we must talk about? I don't know if you wanted to talk about the Sixers because I seem to misunderstand your like hating all over them before the Harden trade. <laughs> no, they Joel Embiid put up fifty points last night in a big win, and they look good. They look like a team. They're very fun to watch. Nick Nurse is an actual coach that has them running plays. You know what I mean? It's like, as I was down in the dumps before the season started because I just didn't see it working out. I mean, I was excited. I was slightly excited because I was glad Doc Rivers was gone. I thought he was one part of the problem and he had to go. Thankful he's out. And then it was, then we just had Harden and it was like, I just can't, like, I want to, like, I love the Sixers, but it's like, I can't go all in because I know it's not going to work. But then Maury made the trade, got rid of PJ Tucker, which is a very underrated part of that trade because I don't know if you saw his last 10 games, but he's put up zero points in all of them. He is washed. Now he deserves the blame for the signing, of course, right? Was that him or was that right before he got here? But either way, he's out from under Harden, which was his fault, out from under P.J. Tucker, brought in pieces to complement the team, to add to the team, and to 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 have an actual team and they're being coached like a team they're fucking making these passes all the time that you would never see a lot of motion just like move bing bang boom oh the 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 opposing defense goes into a zone coverage oh wow here's a play we wrote up to combat that it's not just uh go out and uh figure it out like uh, it was under doc it's so refreshing and i love it and I, I'm, I'm, I love the team. I'm very excited. And it's almost like, are they going to make a trade at the deadline? It's like they're playing so well. You don't want to disrupt it too much, but there's definitely things they could do. But I love the Sixers. I love Joel Embiid. And it's like, you know, fucking a great thing is that he's putting up huge numbers and he's skipping a lot of fourth quarters. You know what I mean? He's saving his body. Last night should have been one of them where he skips the fourth quarter. The, like the wizards team, the, suck. They should have yeah. fucking blown him out by a million, yes. but whatever they needed him. And he put up 50 and God yep. bless, but it's like, those will happen every now and then. But it's like, it's like, you know, yeah, 
we got to get him into the playoffs healthy and a playoff run at full health, which he's never had. You know what I mean? It's like, get him there healthy. Maxi emerging as a superstar. God bless. Fucking, you know, Kelly Oubre, Nick Batum. Who knew? You know what yeah. I mean? It's Batum's like, fitting in perfectly. Fuck. It's like, God damn. It's like, you know, I think to me, you don't need to make a huge trade, right? I think Maxi is a fucking star. So you got two stars. Good. The rest are complimentary pieces. And if they're playing fucking great, keep it. If you could trade Tobias for more bench depth, God bless. Do it. But you know what I mean? It's like keep keep this synergy. Keep this energy and this this um uh chemistry vibe. together. Yeah. The vibe. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Keep Joel healthy. <laughs> so I mean jo- Joel has gotten hurt in the playoffs recently though too. Mm-hmm. So it's like Oh uh, yeah, it's know, like I, every it's like he fucking gets his face broken. It's like all his, his thumb got caught like yeah. that one freak that was shit. the same year. Freak yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like I hear you about the regular season. Mm-hmm. You do want to manage his minutes and try to get him there as healthy as possible. Uh-huh. And then freak shit happens sometimes in playoffs. Right. You, you can yeah. Can't avoid it. It's not his but, fault. But yeah, and I, I think like maybe our biggest disagreement before the Harden trade was, and I don't think I made this clear, was, was I felt like you were really hard on the front office. And at that point, like the, the sky was kind of falling because like Drew Holiday just got <laughs> acquired by the Celtics. And, and the Sixers weren't doing nothing. Yeah, Dame Lillard goes to the yeah. fucking Bucks, yeah. and the Sixers are just holding their dicks with a Harden who doesn't want to play, play with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got like your frustration, but I was like, you know, you were harping on the ownership like very, very harshly, and and it, it's warranted at that time in place. But I was like, my my mindset was like, I thought ownership so far did put good enough teams on the court to fucking win a championship, and that's as far as ownership can do or like go. Like at some point, like the players do have to execute mm-hmm. and fucking come through. Like that year that they had Jimmy Butler. They were probably good enough. Even last year, they were probably good enough. They had the Celtics th- up three games to two. Mm-hmm. Game six coming home to Philly. Like that is called pooping the sheets. That is the 2022 Phillies. Like at some point, your, your your coach and your front office can only do so much. Like the players have to come through. And I think that was our biggest disagreement that I, I don't think we I made clear at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in the back of my mind, I was like, I know it's all doom and gloom with the Sixers for rightful reasons, but they still have Embiid, mm-hmm. the reigning MVP. They mm-hmm. still have Maxi, who's like an up-and-coming player. Like mm-hmm. I still thought, I was like, they have pieces. Like they still are a good team. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I agree, but it was like this season came at the end of a long line of misplays by whoever's making decisions in terms of that Jimmy Butler team. I mean, like not keeping Jimmy Butler in hindsight, huge mistake. You know what I mean? You get all these years with Jimmy and Joel. 
and they liked each other right a lot right and jimmy's fucking awesome the most clutch player maybe ever him and joel he dragged those heat teams deep into the playoffs with nobody just could you imagine him with year. fucking just last joel? year he did it. <laughs> unbelievable you know that's a misstep you know it's like the thing about hinky right is that he was able to read shit so early like michael carter williams remember when he traded him yeah. everyone was like what the fuck are you doing he could read that shit and it was like if he was here i think he could have read the situation and been like i i make tough decisions we're keeping jimmy and it's like i know we spent this fucking high ass pick on ben simmons but i think you know he might have seen that early, coming yes, earlier yes and, it, and i think it, and it would have been like you know okay so that's a decision that they made that backfire because also i think that was a big part of why like jimmy went i think a hundred percent that was it you know yeah. afterwards Keep talking. like I'm just getting another beer yeah like afterwards like like you know when he came back to town he was like you chose tobias harris over me and it it never really read like that to me. It always read as they chose Ben Simmons. And Ben didn't want Jimmy around because yeah. Jimmy was hard on him. And they were trying so hard to make that Ben Simmons pick work for so many years. And it was like misstep after misstep. Kyring Doc Rivers, misstep. And it was like huge contract. And, and also – since Hinky, like the the ownership has not ownership the the GM you know yeah. has changed numerous times and that's very weird for really any sports franchise to for that position to change as frequently as it did for the Sixers continue mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and that I think all is comes down from the top and it's like so th- so at, when I'm at this season before the season we still have. This disaster. I mean, we're going into a disaster. Like if we, if the season starts and Harden is still, you know, if that plays out till the fucking All Star break, you know what I mean? It's like just this fucking black cloud over the team of a, of a way past his prime star doesn't want to play on the team. And every day we got to hear like, oh, he practiced with the team today. He didn't practice. He's on the team playing. All this drama. Yep. Sucks. And it, and it was like at this at that point, after being with the ownership group, and I mean, still fuck Josh Harris. I think he fucking sucks. <laughs> Sell the Sixers, go own the fucking Devils and the fucking Commanders. Like fuck Dark. you if you couldn't own any worse teams that I hate more than the fucking Commanders and the fucking Devils. You're a piece of shit. But anyway, it's like I I was just beaten down and had. No faith after, you know, going from as a young man, Iverson into the, the dark ages of middling eight seed basketball to, okay, we're going to fucking rip it it down to the studs. And I was like, full on board. Got to do it. Dude, I watched a lot of those like tanking. I had fucking like a six game plan or something during what some of those, you know what I mean? I was like going to games and stuff while they were just getting the fucking doors blown off by the Atlanta fucking Hawks. And it was over before the second quarter started. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
watching Ish Smith out there and right. stuff. Yeah, oh my god. I mean, they had a fucking full like uh I forget who it was, uh, not Ish Smith, but it was like they they did not have a point guard for half the season. Then they got <laughs> That one point guard who's been on a hundred teams, and he, it was like a second time. T.J. McConnell. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, it's just it was just like I had no faith that anything good was going to happen because uh, just just a long line of fuck ups, and then I was proven wrong, which I'm happy to be because they did this right, and right now it's a ton of fun to watch. And, and it's so obvious they're they're like they're drinking Nick Nurse's Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. They're bought in. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's preaching to them, they've received the message. Could it? Because like you're saying, it is like night and day what they're doing out there on the floor compared to Doc Rivers. Yeah. <clears throat> it was I like- just. I also didn't like hearing you and Brian like, look, what Harden's doing is selfish and delusional. Mm-hmm. He he clearly thinks he's. 2018 Harden and mm-hmm. he's not mm-hmm. like that that's like a separate conversation but what happened last year with Harden on the floor was still impressive he was he was the fo- not focal point but he was the quarterback of an offense that was like top five if I, I want to say they were like they were like top two in the league so like He's still very good at the game. Mm-hmm. I just think he thinks he can still drive the basket, and he can't. He, didn't, yeah. he just has lost a step. Like, so, like, the big issue was is, like, how – I don't want to say they don't matter, but it's like the regular season almost doesn't matter in the NBA. And in the regular season, he fucking – I think he might have led the league in assists. He was, yeah. he was a distributor. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. He was he, – you know what I mean? Which is what you wanted. We wanted a fucking po- – you know what I mean? It's like, do this. Very much contributed to Embiid winning the MVP. For sure. So, without a yeah. doubt. Without a doubt. But the problem was, once the playoffs started, the game gets called differently, and he played differently. He was – like you said, he was trying to drive the basket and do that thing where he just draws a million fouls, but – it doesn't work in the playoffs. It's never worked for him in the playoffs. You know what I mean? It's like you get less calls in the playoffs on, you know, the type of shit that he gets a million calls for in the re- has always gotten in the regular season. And it was just, you know, whatever it was, he just was not hitting the huge shots that he needed to hit. You know what I mean? And it was very frustrating. And that also goes back to coaching. Doc Rivers sucks. Well, I will give him that, though, like from the one Sixers podcast I listened to, I think he and Harden butted heads a lot because yeah. Doc kept trying to tell him, like, not to do the shit we're complaining about right now and yeah. be like, no, 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 you you got to be the facilitator, bro. Yeah. <laughs> You're no longer good at this other shit, you know? And he, and of course, like, <laughs> just the ridiculous comments of I'm I'm not a system player. I, I'm a, I am the system. What? You're just not doing yourselves any favors, bro. Well, and that's what I mean. Like he's he's like just not he's not looking himself in the mirror and coming back to reality. Right. It's like, come on, man, like, dude. You could be a outstanding player. You could lead the league in assists. You know, you could be a fucking top tier point guard if you, you just change your game. But I just yeah. he's just not the type of player that could do that, and it's tough. And it's like. 
I felt like when the Clippers got him, I felt bad for Clippers fans because they were excited. But it was almost like we convinced the Clippers fans to watch the ring tape and like pass the curse off to them. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> So, uh, I had to get someone else to watch it, and I did. See ya! <laughs> Sorry about your luck. You got seven days until a TV lady kills you or something like that happens in the movie. I don't remember exactly. I forget her name, too. I think it was seven days. Yeah, I mean, the the name of the girl. That's what, yeah, seven days, I think. Was it? No, wasn't it like Samara <laughs> or something? I have no idea. No clue. <laughs> but, I mean, they're fun. It's a fun team. For sure. Fun team. Fun to watch. Putting up fucking... I mean, what was this? They only played four quarters yesterday, right? And it was like 131 to 125. Yeah. Basketball's insane. (laughs) And this this is a few games ago, but the beatdown they put on the Lakers was so enjoyable. (laughs) Oh, that was so good. That was so good. And it's like, this team is different because in the past, in the Doc Rivers era... That fucking team's coming back, and they're either going to lose or they're going to be ha- – Joel Embiid is going to have to play fucking hard minutes in the fourth quarter of yeah, every game where they get mode. up huge. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I he's putting up 30 and doesn't play a minute in the fourth quarter. You couldn't ask for anything more. You love yeah. it. You love it. You love it. You love it. You love it. That's yeah, that just game, like, I, I, I might have texted you guys, but or maybe it was just my dad. That Lakers game, they were like 13 for 26 from three at the half. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a full game's worth of three-pointers. <laughs> Going nuts, dude. Yeah. You'll fucking love to see it. We love basketball. We love hockey. We love arena football, and we love the wings. <laughs> so that, that's another one. I do want to try to meet up with, with the one Sixers podcast I listen to just because, like, when I hung out with uh, Jimmy Kemsky and Brandon Lee Gowton, like I would ask them dorky questions like, why do you think there's no fullbacks in the league anymore? You oh, know? yeah, yeah. And I, I know that was like right before they were about to play the Niners, who very much utilize a fullback, but they're kind of obsolete nowadays. Like, yeah. why is that? You know, just just certain things about like the in the weeds uh, sports stuff that I don't really know. Like, please tell me, enlighten yeah. me. Like with with basketball or specifically with that podcast, they're always using jargon. Like, yeah, on this play, they tried to close out and then they ran this. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Can can you dumb it down for me, please? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. I get that. Anyway, sorry. No, I I didn't mean to extend the podcast longer. That was just my last little thought about, I love the podcast. It could go on forever. Yeah, true. (laughs) But anyway, we do have to run. I have to go to sleep. I've got you work in the That's morning. A great jacket. Thanks. It just came in the mail today. I decided I need a sports coat. You know what I mean? If I'm wearing a black t-shirt and jeans, I got to throw on a sports coat because I'm Michael Keaton's age now. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I did see your tweet the other day about how we're exercising or working out like immediately makes you feel amazing, <laughs> brother. So I took like five months off um, just because I had a baby, you know what I mean? Mm. And I couldn't make it out. But I go to the gym, right? I do my usual treadmill warm-up. And also, I recently jogged on the treadmill, and I'm a lot heavier than the last time I jogged. It felt 
dangerous and scary. <laughs> I got to hit that elliptical till I lose some weight. But anyway, I go over, you know, I got a little sweat going. And then I go to the fucking lat pull downs. First weight exercise I do. And I'm fucking banging it out. And then like first set, I do the first set and I fucking immediately I stand up and I'm like <laughs> instantly stand up super straight. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like I was like right away was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And it was like instantly felt better after one fucking set. For the past few weeks, I've been in a little bit of a rut where it's like I, I think it's also just. perfectly coinciding with the fact that it's daylight saving so it gets dark at like four very tough (laughs) so when i'm done work at seven it's it's been dark for some time now yeah i clock out i like just take all of my equipment out of my work computer immediately plug it into my personal computer and start playing like video games and Mm. you know eat something eventually and then go to bed and like it's just it's just been a shitty rut for the past few weeks and Mm. like then i got sick but during my sickness, I was like, all right, th- this is a good reset. So I, I-, I saw your tweet. It, it all kind of came together where I'm like, all right, I-, I need to go hit that weight bench that's just a room over. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> what am I doing with myself? Yes. And so, it's yeah. annoying because you do hear that shit all the time. Like working out is good for your body, but it's better for your brain. And you're always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do it and you're like, Fuck. <laughs> they were They're telling right. the truth. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But no, it feels good to be back in the gym and hitting the fucking weights. You know what I mean? Getting I love swole. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I can't fucking be some fucking fat fuck. My kid's about to start crawling days away. We're days away from him being mobile. Am I going to be a fucking fat dad chasing him around like gasping for air no that's not gonna be me i'm gonna be the fucking in shape dad that's or he's fuck- gonna work you out real quick and you're gonna lose <laughs> some weight <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be the dad that pops the shirt off at the playground and all the moms faint clearly Capiche? <laughs> anyway everyone get out there just fucking get a sweat going just do mm-hmm. fucking 25 air squats in your room right now. You know what I mean? You'll fucking feel better. Your heart will start pumping and you'll be like, oh, I am alive. You know what I mean? I'm not just a fucking avatar. I'm a human being and the blood blood pumps through my veins and I'm here for a reason. And that reason is to get fucking jacked and cut. (laughs) (laughs) The other minor thing that just kind of has me motivated is like on my lunch break, it usually comes late. Cause I'm like the last person on my team to start. Yeah. So it doesn't come until like three or four. Yeah. Um, so I usually just make something quietly, eat it before then. Yeah. So then I use my lunch break. I just go walk around yeah. like ar- around my area. Very nice. And honestly, just breathing fresh air. Yeah. Getting a little bit of sunlight and listening to a podcast or something is just nice. Especially this time of year, if you get out in that sunlight, cause it's fleeting and yep. it's fucking 2023, so it doesn't get that that cold anymore. So you could go walk <laughs> around all year round. It's not a big deal. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 
Love it, bud. I was glad to see you. Thank you. This was a, we tried to schedule this for a while, but you're just so busy with all your fucking packs and all this shit. I'm a very important person, man. You got a lot going on. You're taking advantage of your childless freedom, and I support that 100%. I try to tell these kids, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. There's no reason to not. Do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yep. Pay your fucking rent or your mortgage. And other than that, do whatever the fuck you want. You know, pay your make sure your electricity's paid. But there's nothing holding you back. Hey, oh, a band I likes playing in Buffalo. Get in the fucking car. <laughs> you know? Going. Let's do it. Fuck it. Anyway, Tim, I've had to pee for an hour and a half. So I have to go because I'm about to rupture my fucking bladder. But I want to say thank you to you, Tim. I want to say everyone to listen to Pop Addled, of course. Yes. I always forget to plug that on here. Sorry. My podcast is Pop Addled. Go ahead. Check it out. It's a great show. Very much our sister program. Uh, a lot of great stuff on there. New episode in the coming days, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, just me and Keenan riffing about mainly packs. Packs. But talking a little bit about just upcoming movies and stuff like we've already talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Keenan, I think, uses it more to, like, speak to me to get, like, <laughs> shit off of his chest that he has no one to talk oh. to about. <laughs> Besides also his newborn child who <laughs> cannot receive the information. <laughs> no, they are bad listeners. <laughs> but we love them and they're cute. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Uh, we of course have a doom battled, uh, very recently in the feed, um, for spy game. Spy game. Yep. And I'm sure we have another one coming up for, I forget what we're doing next. Anyway, I leave that up to Keenan. It's always fun. So check it out. Uh, you know, fucking follow all the social media, all that bullshit. Anyway, have a great week. Have a great month. It's December. Try to, you know, keep your fucking stress in check. Don't fucking put too much fucking pressure on yourself. You know, who gives a fuck? If you're an adult and other adults are pressuring you to buy them things, have a conversation with them about how they're not a child. (laughs) (laughs) How they should reevaluate how they're living their lives. You know what I mean? We'll get presents for kids. I'm not going to get you something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Fuck off. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Fuck off. (laughs) But anyway... Love you. Wish you the best. I'll see you, Tim. Later, Mike. Bye. Fuck Dallas. Fuck Dallas. The Cowboys suck.